Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Rev here, coming to you from my office in my home. Uh, what was formerly where we used to record is now my office once again. You know, there was an intro for you to hear this week. Uh, I'm actually recording this, gosh, 12 hours before the episode is supposed to come out. And why Why would, would that happen? Well, first, let me tell you the story of the intro you're not hearing. <laughs> so there was this intro. We're at the very beginning of it. First, we took a second to remind you that... If you want to get into our Patreon t-shirt or swag tier, that you are in the last couple days to do that, uh, that you have until the end of this month to get in on those. And then we talked about how much we've been enjoying the swag lately. Nix has been helping me. She's been doing the design work on that, and all of the stuff has turned out really well. And then I let everybody know that the episode that you're listening to right now is our 200th episode. Episode 200. And that's just of main numbered episodes. That's not counting things that are two parts. That's not live shows. That's not any of the, probably at this point, hundreds of hours of bonus content that we have made both here and on our Patreon. And then I said to celebrate, you know, I was reminded on our Discord the other day of something that we used to do uh, that we never got a chance to share with Kim and Megan. And then in the background, you started to hear Vangabus playing and everybody started to cheer and then we faded out. Now, that's the intro you were supposed to hear. So why instead are you hearing an intro recorded by me in my office at the 25th hour? Well, that's because after four years, 200 episodes, things can still go wrong. Sometimes you tell a soundboard to do a thing. It lights up indicating that, yes, Jake and Megan are, in fact, having their audio recorded. Then you get back and you go to listen and they're surely not there. So... Just a reminder for everybody out there who creates any kind of art, no matter how long you've been doing it, no matter how good you feel about it, man, sometimes mistakes just happen, and sometimes technology does not work with you. Uh, So this is the intro you're getting instead of that very charming intro that was done by all of us. But yeah, I do want to just add 200 episodes. It's wild. Thank you, everybody who has joined us along this story over these 200 episodes. Uh, It means a lot to us to see the community grow every day, get to know people, run games at conventions. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's wonderful. And none of it again would be possible without all of you. So with that, it's time to let the recap roll. Do you guys hear this? It's like sound like the rain or something? Yes. This is like about how far it's been from the welcome center, right? This is where the circle should be. I don't see any way for us to get up there, but like, This is pretty consistent. And like, Mari, didn't you say that this had been going on for like years now? Yes, this particular storm 
came in about three years ago. It's very large. It covers almost this entire area and covers part of the communication center and hasn't moved. Just off in the distance, you can see that turquoise light of the planetary nebula and some energy comes off of it and moves through the atmosphere above the area where the storm is. And for a brief moment, as this energy passes through, you can see the shimmering outline of a flying structure above the storm. Flying how? The storm hasn't moved in three years, so if this structure is generating the storm, it must be in synchronous orbit with the planet. Uh, what can help me? As you're eyeballing this area of the sky where you have seen this invisible structure, you realize that your trajectory into the planet came so close to it, you probably almost hit it on your entry into the atmosphere, which means if you flew back along that same path, you could fly your ship directly to it. I will tap Tass and Megan on their shoulders and point to this. Do you guys see that? Wait, wait for it. There, right there. Do you see that? Oh, there's something up there. Yeah, there's like an invisible satellite. It is in orbit over this spot, whatever it is, but it's that's what's making the storm. So I think the hypothesis of disrupting it at its source is very legit. Nice work. Hey, thanks. How do we get to it? think we're going to have to fly up there. I mean, if we came in sort of past that area, right? Yeah, I mean, that's directly on our course in here. Like, we're lucky we didn't collide. Okay, well... That is a path that we did not get blasted. That was not in that danger zone. So let's fly our happy asses up there and take that thing out or get inside or whatever we need to do. God, that would be nice. I would love for the storm to move on. I think we could be up there in, you know, eight hours, 53 minutes. <laughs> Does our ship have, like, weaponry? No. Does if we open the door. Yeah, I mean, I can get us up there. Do we still want to try to make modifications to the ship first? I mean, if we're going to take out the storm, then we don't need to put anything on the ship to protect from the storm. As long as we don't end up having to deviate from the safety path. Yeah, that. How high in orbit is this thing? Like, is this like low atmosphere? Like, would we survive not fixing the seal on the door? Or No. Oh, and you wouldn't even survive takeoff without fixing the seal on the door. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. You wouldn't you threatening me? <laughs> Is that a challenge? I hold my breath real good. Uh yeah, I mean so it seems like that's what we got to do. We got to head back, we got to fix the door and just go investigate this thing up close. All right, let's do it. Mari, could any of this stuff get us any more detailed? I know you said that it's just like a lot of client info and stuff, but is there a way to scan Something that's out there or like snap a photo or pick up a radio signal. I mean, I could, I know where it's dead. I had to readjust some of the satellites when the storm came in. I could map that part of the sky and see what area is dead and what area signal gets through and at least give you a general shape of it. That sounds wonderful. All right. Um, give me, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes and she spins back in her chair and starts typing away. Yeah, let's go Phil came in. So the hanged man's hanged but it's not bad always <laughs> yeah exactly and death isn't always bad oftentimes the death card is positive uh yeah there are there are very few cards in the tarot that are i would say outright bad but death definitely is not one of them that kind of sounds like when tass was trying to tell me about magic he was like oh it's 
science that you can't explain. I'm like, well, that's not science then, because if you can't explain it, it's is this magic? Uh, you know, not exactly. But um, back where I come from on my home planet, I can use these to see the future. So I guess that's kind of a form of magic, but I I don't practice any other kinds. Oh, did you see me? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm flipping through, and I uh, and I turn over the two of cups. This card signifies meeting a new friend. So yeah, I did. And that makes sense because I have two cups. He points at his nightstand, and there are two cups sitting on it. It's fate, then. Yeah. <laughs> And then we kick the door in. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, good. Um, what'd y'all find? Oh, uh, no big. There is a floating invisible space station creating a perpetual storm directly over the area. That sounds pretty big. Yeah, yeah. So Mari's like doing some scans for us. Hopefully we'll get some more information before we fly up to this thing and stop the storm. Nice. That does mean we're delayed however long it's going to take to fix the door on the ship, for sure, because it's up there high enough that we will perish if we do not. <sighs> yeah, well, uh, things seemed pretty safe at the Welcome Center, apart from the 20-foot dog that we now know. So, <laughs> Yeah, I suppose all we can do is hope it stays that way. <sighs> yeah. So I guess whenever we're ready, well, and Mari's done, it's time to head back. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will gather up my cards. What now? Now we awkwardly wait for 19 more minutes, and then we're going to leave. Oh, how much time has passed now? Got about, we got about 18.30 left. Can you just leave now? It's, I don't want to just stare at you. I'm, I'm sick of you. <laughs> like, I want to do something. I just don't want to look at people. Ah, same. Kid, we get along. I go back to Mari's office. I leave this child. <laughs> He's insulting. This poor kid. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> What does he usually do? We're not we're not usually here. Does he just plays jacks? Yeah. Bounces a ball against the oh, wall. That's a question for him. Yeah. Arky, if it's just you and your mom here, what do you do for fun while your mom's working? I play a lot of online video games. I told oh. Cass about it. I uh yeah, I have one where I right now I'm trying to collect the green gems from inside the mountain. Nice. Are these things multiplayer? Uh if you have um an account or your own system. Uh, Arky, can I like see your video games? Will you show me what you got? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see too. Fuck yeah. I'm Whoa! curious. You learned that online. Sir. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you tell him. Maybe that's not as bad of a word here on this planet. We don't know. He's like, oh, that's a word I made up. Nobody says yeah. that. I pulled it from his head when he was sleeping. Oh, yeah. All it right. was in there a lot. <laughs> I, I am that uncle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he goes over and uh, pulls a small system off of his bookshelf. And turns it on, and it looks like a like a handheld video game, and it kind of looks like Minecraft, but it's not as pixelated. But he shows you like the house that he's built, and like some people go through, and he talks about how those are his friends, and he's got a headset he can put on to talk to them. And he's going into a mountain to collect some green gems uh, to make his house fireproof. That seems relevant. That seems oddly relevant. <laughs> yeah. That's what Tass thought too. Yeah. Is this is this based upon fact? No. It, he's just playing a game. Okay. Yeah. I had an oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was okay. So what we need to do is to find some. It's to find <laughs> exactly what green Tass gems. Is. We gotta find the green gems <laughs> to it, make ourselves this fireproof. This is felt like this is where that was leading, especially when Kim's like, "What does he do?" That's a question for Arky. Well, I play video games. I yeah. know. I know. 
<laughs> but it's <laughs> listen. We've been playing this game for a while, and we we assume that everything you say is you're suspicious. All right, it's <laughs> <laughs> part of a larger narrative. Yeah, because... I'm just happy that Tass is like Nash can create storms. Is he creating this one? Hey, thanks. No nice. problem. You see, everything's a clue. <laughs> Stick to this, everybody. <laughs> everything is connected. I grabbed the game system out of his hands. I have to learn. <laughs> I do like. I just want to use this as an opportunity to kind of learn about this, not this world, because this seems to go beyond the planet. So I want to learn, like, where are your friends? Do you ever see them? How does interplanetary communication like this work? Uh, he says. I'm six. I don't know. No, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, but no, he tells you that, you know, no one else lives on this planet. There used to be other people here um, that his friends don't live on this planet. He hasn't seen them. Um, he's lived here uh, almost all of his life, and he has no idea. That's just how the internet works. It connects people. Can I, can I, will he let me use the headset to like? <laughs> I feel like that was an ad for the internet. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the internet works. It connects us. It connects people. <laughs> His his absolute favorite people to play with uh, are, are named uh, Four and Dion. They also have this guy named Five that they play with, but he sucks. Most of them <laughs> haven't been on today, though. He's been he's been AFK all day. Why are twenty seven of my online friends <laughs> offline? <laughs> um, while they're kind of hanging with him, and while we're waiting, I'm also just gonna look around like the other rooms and stuff just to see if there's. Anything anyone left or just anything of interest? Yeah, you go through the other rooms. One of them is Mari's bedroom. One is the kitchen and the others are storage. Okay. Yeah. Once it seems like about 20 minutes have passed, I'll head back to Mari. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like you were saying in a very folksy way that you're going back to tomorrow. <laughs> to Mari. I'll go, head, I'll head go to Mari. I'll head back to Mari. You head back into her workroom and it's a pretty rough sketch, but she does show you the general shape of it. And says that there was a small like fluctuation in the data at this particular section of it. And she imagines that must be where the hangar is. Because she used to get the same kind of weird data readings when she would get feedback from the shield that covers the dome. Hmm. Before we go, could you pull any information, any client information, owner information from about three years ago when all of this stuff kind of changed? I'd love to get an idea of, you know, we have a pretty good inkling of who is responsible for this, but you don't recognize the names we know. I wonder if they've got a different pseudonym or a different ally over here. Yeah, I can pull up the schedule. Please. She does. I want to start scrolling through and see if anything rings any bells. You scroll through about three years ago and you don't see anything that looks familiar and you continue to scroll back through a little further. And as you go back further, you do find that there was a visit. No purchase was made, uh, but there was a planetary visit by a ship called the Argonaut. <gasps> That'll do her. Do you have any information as to like the names of whoever was aboard that ship or just the ship? Uh, yes, it seems that they had a crew with them of four people, but the potential client's name... Oh, wait, did you say Nash? Yes. Yes, I, this is a, a Mr. Nash. Okay. Well... He's operating fairly out in the open over here. Yeah. All right. Good to know. You guys think anything else that might be in these here computers? I don't know why I'm like a mystified prospector all of a sudden. <laughs> and these electronic boxes, what with their words and secrets? Is there a way that we can uh, get in communication with you quickly? Uh, I'm not quite sure how to reach the data center. 
from any of the other computer terminals, the one in the Welcome Center is not in great shape, honestly. And I don't know how far your telepathy reaches because mine doesn't go that far. Yeah, they really are set up so that communication doesn't happen between them. Um, Let me see. And she starts typing away on her terminal. Uh, Here you go. And she writes down a number and hands it to you. Input this as the code. It should open up a direct channel to this line. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Are, are you expecting to find anything troublesome or? Well, I hope not. But there's always the potential that there'll be some sort of information that a very sophisticated computer system piloted by a very smart operator might be able to help us. So it would be good to know and also maybe just check back in to see what happens. All right. Well, good luck. Thanks. Keep an eye up there. You might see us explode terribly. <laughs> or see the storm end. Yeah. But probably the first one. Yeah. If you do that, could you explode into the thing causing the storm? I'll do my best. I appreciate you. All right. Let's begin our excruciating walk back to the welcome center. <laughs> it was super nice to meet you. Thank you for all your help. Seriously. And thank you for not like killing us. Yeah. Thanks for not overreacting when I walked out of the ship. <laughs> I say over my shoulder as I leave. <laughs> uh, as we're heading out, I want to make sure to lean in and say goodbye to Arky. Are you leaving? Yeah, we've got some stuff to do, so I don't know if we're going to get to come back this way before we leave. So I just wanted to say thank you for being super cool and nice to me and, and helping me out when I was uh, asleep. Oh, yeah, no problem. I hope you get all of the green gems. Yeah, and then a fire won't burn my home down. Nice. Hey, what's your gamer tag? Architect. Oh, I like that. If I can find out a um if I can find out a way to do interdimensional game link up, uh, I'll add you and we'll play some stuff. Okay. All right. Have fun, man. Okay, bye. Bye. You ever play Dead by Daylight? <laughs> We're gonna divert all of our research into this. Grandpa Tin shirt, new plan. <laughs> Close the portal. Close that portal. <laughs> All right, so you all head back. It takes about three hours to get back. <laughs> At this point, it's been a long day. You're pretty tuckered out. You can keep pushing, keep working past this point, but I think it'll start to cause you stress. Let's all have us a slumber and get to work on the ship in the morning. Could we have like a watch system to make sure that the hangar doesn't get attacked by whatever? Would that be a smart thing to do? Uh, yes, it would definitely be a smart thing to do. <laughs> Uh, I could take first watch, and then, I don't know, maybe I could start some groundwork for repairing the ship. I don't know if that's on the table at all. Otherwise, I can just keep an eye out while everybody gets their sleep. I'll take a middle watch, because I can always fall back to sleep pretty easy. Between all of us, we could, you know, rest for eight hours, but six of that is sleeping, and two of it is keeping watch. Sure. Yeah, so you all sleep throughout the night, uh, taking turns, keeping watch, and then the next morning set to work on repairing this door. Uh, it's going to take Megan about six hours yet. Is there anything else anyone wants to be doing while Megan is finishing the repairs on the door throughout the course of the morning slash afternoon? Uh, should we head back down to the armory and see if there's anything that we want to snatch for whatever we're going to encounter? I feel like it's pretty safe to assume that we're going to have a problem when we get where we're going. The armory turned into a vending machine. Yeah, we don't have any more gear points. Yeah. But no, you can, like, what do you want to get from the armory? I don't know. I was going to see if there were any any guns, anything that we could actually maybe mount on the ship or modify to be mounted on the ship or use in an assault when we breach a fucking space station. 
you could probably find some weapons to mount on the ship, but it will be more time, obviously, to get them mounted in a way that you could control them from inside of the ship and uh, repair or use an advanced item. Greater than the six hours it's taken to fix the door? Depends on how you roll. Yeah. I don't know. Does that seem worth a shot, squad? I guess I don't know. It's impossible to anticipate what the reception is going to be with this space station. Really wish I could see the future. You don't realize how useful something is until you no longer have it. Um, don't it always seem to go? <laughs> although, on the other hand, if we like roll up to their base with like obvious weaponry, if these are people that can be negotiated with, then that's not a great first step. Though also, if you roll up with no weapons, they might think that we're like super easy to pick off in the sky as we're approaching. I can't imagine that this place is like manned by any flesh and blood beings. Like if if it's manned at all, surely it's by like automatons or something. Like if it's just been hovering up there for three years with, as far as we know, no interaction, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not actually any body there ready to fight back against us, but that there might be systems there ready to fight back against us. Yeah, I mean, either way, I don't think, as much as I like the idea of having them, I don't know what having ship-mounted guns is going to do to help us. You know, I, I feel like this is probably too big to be something we can just shoot out of the sky to solve our problem. We'll probably have to go in, figure out how to shut this down, and get out either way. I just I don't think there's anything big enough downstairs that we can attach to our little ship that's going to make much of a difference, you know? I mean, otherwise, literally, I'll just hang out the door and shoot at the thing. I, I don't think we're going to find much better than that. All right. I want to head down to the cafeteria and just get breakfast for all of us, plus, like, food for the rest of the day. Yeah, you head down into the forge uh, to the kitchen and get some high-protein sandwiches. So after six hours, Megan is able to finish the repairs on the ship so that you can get a clean seal on it again um, and not have any issues with atmosphere or lack thereof. I also tinted the windows. It looks sick as hell. Nice. Uh, so what are you doing now? I guess just taking off the path we came in here on. We know where we think the hangar must be. So head in that direction and keeping an eye out for any countermeasures that might come up. And Jake, are you the one piloting? You fucking know it. Yeah, so you have seen the location of this. You know it is on the trajectory that you came in to this building. So I think that you are able to follow that trajectory back out and use that information that Mari gave you of bouncing the signal off to get a sense of where the energy field is for the bay. Uh, so you are able to fly the ship up and get inside of the bay. It's very strange because from your perspective, the ship is moving forward and there's just the arc of the planet and the stars. And then the nose starts to glow a little blue as it passes through this field. And once that field passes the window, you see the inside of a hangar just pop into existence. Ooh. There are a handful of other small ships here. The lights are very dim, but you are able to land the ship in an open space. Okay. Do the other ships look recently used at all? Or are they like covered in dust and cobwebs? They're not. They seem relatively well maintained. Do they have like, I don't know, do they have like names on the sides of these ships? Are, the, are these those sort of ships? Yes. As you look around the inside of the hangar, there is painted on the wall directly in front of you, reads Strider Outpost 039. And then all of the ships in here read Strider 1 
Strider 2, Strider 3, and every now and then those numbers repeat, but you can see that the color they're painted in changes. Fantastic. As I step out here, what am I seeing in the way of like entry into the rest of the station? Directly in front of you, underneath the portion of the wall that reads Strider Outpost 039 is a sliding double door, um, and it is the only point of egress from this room. All right, kids, looks like this is our way in. Uh, how does the, um, is the air breathable in this hangar? That's a great question. Yeah. I think it's time to roll for scarcity. Oh, no. Oh, nice. Uh, I'll do it. Okay. Okay. Don't fuck us. What? Is a two. Two is medical supplies, bandages, antibiotics, etc. Ah, uh, seems breathable up here at least. All right, I will ready my gamma gun and follow Tass towards those doors. Yep, I got my blast cannon leveled and ready. All right, you all approach the double doors, and a light above flashes, and the door does not open. Is there like a scanner? Or anything that seems like we should be utilizing it to gain entry? There isn't. Where's the light flashing from? There's just a small node above the door that flashes red. Hmm. Huh. Is it possible that it's trying to, like, scan for, like, an insignia? Or is this, like, a facial thing? I don't know. I, I just want to go, Strider, red one. Voice print does not match. I, I know we probably don't have cell service here. <laughs> yeah. But can I still utilize my phone as a phone, like, go through it? You actually have better cell service here, <laughs> which is weird. You probably nice. should change carriers. Um, yeah, you can. What do you want to get off of your phone? I want to go through my saved voicemails. I, I like to save voicemails from family members just in case I like need to hear their voice, but I can't talk to them. Do I have like anything from my grandfather that would be Nash's voice and see if that authenticates through here? You do. Uh, you play it. Voice print not recognized. Hmm. Well, that didn't work. Gosh, can I start looking in the windows of these other ships to see, like, did anyone leave anything that could maybe have someone's voice? Yeah, why don't you survey the scene? Sure. That's a six. Can I help her? Yeah, how so? Uh, I'm giving her a boost up to the windows of the plane. <laughs> Let, listen, Megan and I have done this maneuver before. <laughs> yeah, this is not the first time I have lifted Kim up so she could see something. <laughs> yeah, roll assist. But you're rolling with a minus two. Oh, yeah. This is not a good idea. Three. That levels me up. Oh, what are you going to take? I am taking a move from the base stowaway playbook. I am taking a move called Like a Fox. You've got a nose for danger and an eye on the exits. Once per crisis, you can immediately escape a bad situation unharmed. If the situation has no obvious escape, then you can escape the most immediate danger into limited safety. Okay. And as Megan boosts you up looking down into one of the Strider ships, you do see in Strider 2, uh, which is blue, there is a insignia that's sitting on the seat. Oh, I see something. What is it? A badge or like an insignia or like a pin or something? Okay. <laughs> Can you see how to get in? Um, uh, sorry. Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine this thing has some rather thick windows. I don't know if I can get into this the way that you could break into a car. <laughs> you can just get into it by, like, opening the hatch. You know what? I should have checked if it was locked first. <laughs> yeah, I'll get into it. The alarm starts going <laughs> off. He tricked you. <laughs> yeah, you were able to pop the hatch on this ship. It's kind of got a cockpit like a fighter jet, and you pick the insignia off of the seat. Got it. Cool. Let's try this. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, and I want to toss that insignia towards Tass and Jake. I catch it out of the air. Okay. And I hold it up like kind of towards the light. Does it read the image or anything? Does anything seem to happen just looking at it? Where are you at compared to the door? And what are you doing? Are you just... I am a natural distance in front of the door. I'm like several feet in front of the door, just uh-huh. standing in the middle, holding the thing up in front of me. Yeah, nothing happens. Okay. Uh, what bay was this ship in? Uh, this was in blue two. I say that. Blue two? Voice pattern not recognized. I'm just going to walk towards the door and see if there's any like... It opens. Oh, okay, there we go. I am looking down that hallway, gun leveled. You look ahead down the hallway, and there is another of these sealed doors. And there are scorch marks all over this one. Oh, that ain't great. Can I tell, like, does it look like blaster fire? Does it look like something more like my thermal knife? Like, do I have any gauge of what has has scorched here? Why don't you survey the scene? I suppose I should. Seven. All right, you get to hold one. What happened here? You run your hand over this door, examining the scorch marks on it, and it's pretty clear that something has closed this door and welded it shut. But at the bottom, you can see that the door has been pulled back a little bit out of its track, the metal bent, leaving about maybe a four-inch triangular section where there's space to get underneath. Whoa, are you seeing this? What's strong enough to pull this back but small enough to get through there? I really don't know, but I have some guesses that immortals probably have some uh, tools or abilities to try something like this. Can I, like, get down on my stomach and peer through that opening? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to. Kim, you bend down and you peer through this opening at the bottom of the door. You can see floor of a hallway and another wall. Seems like it's a hallway going perpendicular to the one that you're in. There is very dim light that is pulsing on the other side. And you see spatters of blood. Oh, shit. Yeah, I want to get up from the ground. Cool. A lot of blood behind that door. Like a lot. Oh, my God. Well, blood means that at least at some point there were living things here. So uh, glad we didn't put any money on that one. (laughs) Uh, Tass, can your thermal knife cut through this? I can sure try. And yeah, I want to see if I can like work like the the welded spots to kind of loosen that up, see if I can crack this thing. This is going to sound odd, but I think this is user repair and advanced item. Dope. Uh, carry the two. Two. Can I try to assist? How? <laughs> I, I Patrick Swayze ghost him with the knife. <laughs> um. No, I think like examining this door and examining the welds and pointing out where it seems like the weld is weak or was made poorly. Yeah, roll assist. Uh, Ten. All right, Tass, re-roll your lowest die. Oh, boy. <laughs> if I don't get a six, it's this doesn't fail. work. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Please. I rolled a five. Oh, oh no. Boo. That's worse somehow, I think. Nope. Yep. Oh, but I did survey the scene to figure out the scorch marks oh, and everything. Oh, yes, that's true. So that brings you to a seven. Oh, it does. Ooh, all right. So pick two problems. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Congratulations. Have some suffering. <laughs> Choose your suffering. <laughs> the ones for these are so punishing. <laughs> they are. I mean, it's an advanced item. They're delicate. It's an advanced item and has advanced consequences. If I break it after using it, I assume that means my knife. It could go either way, but I would accept that. Hmm. Because if I break the door after using it, we're trapped here. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love the idea of it doesn't work for as long as you need it and like only like two of us get through. <laughs> oh, God. Or maybe it breaks open. It breaks, oh, it shatters a into problem. a million pieces and that's never a problem for us again. Yeah. All right, I'm going to leave you break it after using it to your wild imagination. Okay. And, and I'm going to put this on you. I would love to know what a ongoing negative side effect could be. <laughs> so you are able to, with Jake's help, get this knife jammed into the welded sections and you start to carve it down. It takes a little bit of time to figure this out and to cut through the welding. But when you pull your knife back, this thermal blade is like flickering off and on. Like you can't turn it off (laughs) to put it away, but you also can't keep it on when it's on. It just is sporadic. Oh, no. (laughs) So there's your ongoing problem. Oh, good. And the door opens fully, and from the heat you have created, just welds itself inside of its storage section, so it is stuck open. Okay. Did it! Why are you holding that like a preschooler with a pair of scissors? I can't get it to just turn off, so I think I just have to hold this in my hand now. (laughs) And there's just the sound of like a tiny lightsaber. (laughs) I mean, hold it out in front like you have a... Because you want your weapon to be ready, and if you gotta stab someone... Maybe it'll be on and it'll burn. And if it's not, it's still a knife, right? Mm-hmm. This is fine. You're just going to tape it to the front of your blast cannon. <laughs> yes! Like an iffy bayonet. Like a bayonet. <laughs> Anybody got duct tape? Quick, quick, a quick. Ti- a tiny bayonet on top of this blast cannon. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my once per crisis move to figure out how to attach this to the end of his gun. We can go back <laughs> to the hangar. I've got a workroom. Let's do this. <laughs> not fix the, the <laughs> knife. <laughs> 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 We're going to attach it to my gun. <laughs> One of these is way better. So I I can't ignore the phrase iffy bayonet. <laughs> I think that's going to be my next character name. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a that's a gnome for sure. Iffy bayonet, a gnome rogue. Uh but yes, this door is open now and in front of you is a hallway that goes to the left and the right. Which side has less blood? <laughs> less blood, the right. And this blood is very dark and dry. Is there any pattern to the blood splatter like that would suggest what made the attack? Like, is there blood splatter on the ceiling or is it just on the walls or is it on the floor? It's everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it is ceiling, floor, walls, and it's kind of like someone was cleaning a paintbrush. Like the spatter is just constant. Oh. Oof. This is grisly. Yeah, this is pretty rough. The consolation here is that it looks really old, so maybe whatever killed all these people isn't here still? Or it's just the king here now. Yeah, that's also true. All this means is that any living being that was here is probably not here anymore. Or whatever was here just hasn't had anything new to kill in a while. Well, I'm going to start heading down the left hallway. All right, you head down the left hallway, and it ends in a ladder that goes up. Anything visible from the bottom here? Is there like a hatch that's closed or is there like an opening above? It's just an opening above. Okay, I'm going to climb up there. I'm going to take a peek. Please be ready to catch me if I just have to let go or if I am made to let go. Sure. Us? Yeah, all of you combined together as a unit. You can do it. (laughs) Jake, you climb up the ladder and you come out in a room that's filled with chairs and round tables. There are three doors on the far wall and all of these tables and chairs are overturned and broken. The doors are busted in. 
and then there is a closed sliding door, security door like you have seen previously on the right wall. Uh, all right, I will kind of whisper back down the ladder. Uh, it's pretty busted up here, but there is one like security door that's still closed. Should I check it out or come back down or wait for you guys? Let's check it out. Yeah. Okay. I'll just get off the ladder the rest of the way into the room and wait. Okay. I'm going to stay at the bottom until everybody's up and just watch this hallway. Okay. Yeah, I'll go up second then. I'll climb up. All right. And Tass stays behind for a moment and watches down the other hallway. There is a ladder at the other end of this hallway that goes up as well. Okay. So Tass follows up and you are all inside of this room. It looks like a common room. Uh, There are broken tables and chairs and then some busted doorways on the far wall, uh, as well as this sealed security door on the right. Broken tables and chairs, like something was in here, like, smashing, or, like, people were tipping over tables to provide, like, cover from something. Roll survey the scene. Cool. There we go. A ten. All right, you get a hold, too. What happened here? Yes, these tables seem like they were overturned to be used as cover. There are more scorch marks on the wall next to the ladder, and the doors that are broken in, it seems like they were kicked in because you can see boot prints by the doorknobs. Why they're doorknobs and a space door, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Those space doorknobs. That makes sense. Yeah, but they're like the lever ones, not the circular, so it makes it more futuristic. Of course. Nice. Um, but yes, you can see footprints uh, where these have been kicked open. It doesn't seem like the same thing that pried the bottom of the security door open. Interesting. Okay. Um, Is there something important I'm missing? Inside of all of these rooms are weapon racks, aside from just the beds and the bookshelves and the desks. So it seems that these doors were kicked open, weapons were gotten, tables were flipped, and this room was defended. But the security door is closed and there's no sign of anybody in here. Very faintly, from the other side of the security door, you can hear, Help me. Help me. Oh, oh shit, oh shit. What? Someone is, is hurt and calling out for help beyond that security door. Is it unlocked? Um, How are you checking if it's locked? Yeah, what does this door look like? Uh, It looks just like the other two security doors that you have come through so far. The two panels that close together? Mm-hmm. And then the little node at the top. Oh, Jake, do you have the the insignia thing? I'll do the same thing. See if it opens this door as well. Yeah, you walk towards the door and it slides open. There is a long hallway in front of you that goes into darkness. Um, And you realize that part of that darkness is the top of this hallway is transparent. So you can see space. And again, you hear, help me. I'm getting some serious predator vibes here you guys is this so dark that our flashlights aren't letting us see very far down here how is this working with light it's very similar to the tunnels underneath your light kind of only goes so far uh with that thought in mind i'm gonna pick up a chair and toss it down the hallway okay are there any sort of automatic lights that turn on or anything no roll a random d6 Ooh. no uh six you throw this chair down the hallway and you hear it clatter off of a wall and then you hear it hit a number of other walls and the sound gets further away you hear like doom 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 oh that doesn't sound good maybe like a pit or something back there yeah pit stairwell elevator shaft something or does like the gravity give out and that just 
floated away and away down the hall. Maybe. Well, either way, stealth is gone, shall we? I call out, who's there? Uh, There is no call for help still, but you can hear very labored breathing. I I push Tass in front. (laughs) Yeah, I start moving down this hall. Yeah. You start to head down this hallway, and a little distance in, you come to an opening on your left side that is a ladder that goes down, but the hallway continues straight ahead. I want to stop there and listen and see if I can tell which way the, the breathing sound is coming from. The ragged breathing seems to be coming from down the ladder. I'm gonna peek with flashlight out. Yeah, you peek down and it just goes down into darkness. Is there lighting that's just not working? Like, is there track lighting or anything that, like, you know, if we scrutinize the walls of the ceiling, like, it exists but it's not functioning? Or is there nothing here? It seems like there is lighting that is not on. Is there any way that I could make it on again? Are there any panels or anything along the wall that I could try and tap into and fire this up? You haven't seen anything yet. Okay. You haven't come across any computer systems or any terminals or anything? Uh, Except maybe back in the hangar. The hangar? Yeah, there was like a terminal there next to the force field. Oh, shit. Um, Y'all, I don't know if it's worth backtracking. If we go back to the terminal, I might be able to get the lights on and maybe even see like what lies ahead down these paths. I'm I'm just getting a real bad vibe off this. This doesn't seem genuine. If the blood is so old, you know, this isn't somebody who just survived an attack and is barely holding on. I don't know what this is. I agree, but what if it's real? I know. Help us out, buddy. Is there anyone down there, please? You just hear the labored breathing intensify. I can't leave. Whatever this is, I either have to save it or shoot it. I'll come with you, but God, this is the worst possible approach. Yeah, it sure is. And I step over and slide down the ladder. Okay. I follow. Yeah. Man, I really feel like there's a lot of merit to somebody going back to turn the lights on, but I don't know if I could leave everyone here. <laughs> um, I think I'm I'm going to go with them. So you all head down the ladder, Tass taking the lead, and this ladder goes down and opens up into a very large room. There is some faint green light emanating in here. There are more tables and bookshelves, uh, but these tables are all metal, and the bookshelves have glass on them and have beakers and vials of different fluids stored inside of them. In the far corner lays a man, his back propped against the wall. He has a gun tucked under his arm. He's staring in your direction. Help me. Is he, like, aiming at us? (laughs) He is aiming in that general direction, but it does not seem he has the strength to lift it. Got it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, hands are up, and I'm moving towards him. Yeah, I want to hold up my med kit and, like, head in his direction. I'm shining my light around them, trying to see the rest of this room. Yeah, I guess I'm just sort of like looking at this guy and like I understand that he's hurt, but I, I think I'm I'm trying to sense like, is he genuine? Is he just waiting for the boys to get within like shooting distance? Uh, Megan, why don't we start with survey the scene? 11. You get a hold too. Is there something important that I'm missing? As Jake and Tass move over towards this man lying against the wall, you shine your light around the room and it reflects off of a thin metallic thread. It originates in a dark corridor to your right, where it's a little thicker, but it runs along the floor 
and behind the man. You adjust your light more squarely onto this man, and you can see thin lines of this metallic thread stitched tightly around his neck. Oh boy, who's in the most danger? As Tass and Jake get up to this man, you can see that his clothing is shredded. Below the clothing, you expect to see torn flesh. What you see is a clean rib cage and the lungs underneath. And this silver thread is intertwined throughout the lungs. It contracts, squeezing the lungs. At the same time, the stitches in his neck tighten and the breath out speaks. Help me. And as he says this again into the space, Megan, you get the sense that Kim is in the most danger because just above her, the ceiling has started to undulate and droop, forming into a large metallic blob that quivers as it prepares to drop down onto her. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space Podity. An actual play D&D Spelljammer podcast. In Space Podity, four adventurers visit the worlds and vex the GMs of other actual play shows. Keep listening for a sneak peek and please subscribe so you don't miss the first episodes set in the campaign of the long-running Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Acting Captain's Log. We've crashed our flying birdbath mansion. Long story. The party of groundling adventurers on board is kind and heroic, but untrusting, and is staring at me. It consists of a traumatized minotaur. You, you want to see traumatized? A spooky Asimar child. I'm an adult An now. adult Asimar child, whom I suspect to be enthralled by a hidden power, and the most headstrong elf I have ever met, and that includes Rascal Gar, the cataclysmically reckless, from the former Orogenon Zed. Sounds fun. Also, the mansion's kitchens are out of ale. How am I gonna function? Space Podity. Find us wherever your podcasts are.